0: up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I'm here every weekday from 9am West African time till midday. Yes, we learn a tech word here. we dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then share the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting the continent of Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with us. Yes, the rest of us here on WhatsApp, you can do that text or send a voice notes on 0913 1766 and we will share that with the rest of the continent of africa please add plus 234 if you're texting from outside nigeria well also it's important to note that you can you know, jump in on the show. Yeah, like reach out. You can call on WhatsApp. Yeah, the same number. Call us 913 We stream live on Africa's premier radio station, www.africatechradio.com. Every weekday, and then yes, we have it you know, for your listening pleasure across all the major stream platforms from Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to YouTube, anywhere you get your favorite podcasts and content from. Yes, this content will be available. Most likely, that may be where you're going to be listening to it from. Smile! Wow, it's a wonderful Wednesday right here, mm-hmm. and of course. It's also the 235th day of 2023. I never knew some people were counting. There are 130 days left in the year from this day as I speak. Wednesday is here. Our word for today is IPO. Yes. Well, a lot of companies, if you if you're in the tech space or if you deal with tech bros and sis, you'd have heard the word IPO. It means initial public offering and it's a word for today because flutterwave kind of like showed signs that they're gonna ipo soon so what's an ipo it's the process of offering shares of a private corporation to the public offer them shares in a new stock issuance so you issue you give them stocks and then for in exchange for shares in the company a share of the company right so companies must meet requirements by the exchanges, the body that does the exchange, supervises the exchanges, and the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, to be able to hold an IPO. So it has we've met it? Well, I think it's one of the things we're going to be talking about later on, you know, or later on. Today, 23rd of August. 2023 we we'll look back into history 155 years ago in 1868 when paul Otlet was born well he's referred to as a father of information science by the west who created the the universal decimal classification oh i finally found the man who gave me headaches in secondary school god what like what the hell were you thinking when you created decimal Well, it has helped solve a lot of problems, actually, in maths and in logical reasoning. Yeah, it has a lot of problems. He died on 10th of December, 1944, at 76 years of age. And 148 years ago, this day, 23rd of August, but in 1875, William Eccles was born. He was a British physicist and inventor of the term diode and a flip-flop circuit. So, diode is you know that thing in a light bulb for example it's just something that can um, conduct electricity like like it helps like electricity can yes but it's one way so one has low and the other has high frequency that that's just you know that's just it that's like the very basic explanation of it he died on 29th of april 1966 he was 91 when he died and a hundred years ago today Edgar Cord was born, an English computer scientist and inventor, relational model for database management. He died in 2003. He was 80 when he died. April 18, 99 years ago, Giyogi Loparto was born. He was a computer pioneer. He was recognized as the father of modern first digital computer, the Minsk. He died in 2003. He was 79. He died on... 13th of february and then still moving 74 years ago august 23rd 1949 john chambers was born the chairman of the board and ceo of cisco yes the cisco you know yes he was born today in 1949 and then there's a big fish yes a big fish the philip emaguali of this world yes philip emagwali was born a nigerian computer scientist known for his use of a connection machine supercomputer i think we should take a few seconds or minutes actually talk about um, philip emagwali philip emagwali was born in akure ondo state the capital of ondo state in a state in nigeria here on the continent of africa he was born on this day 23rd of august 1954 Well, what are his contributions? Computer-related contributions would be... He is a scientist, engineer, mathematician, and geologist. Known for his use of a connection machine supercomputer to help analyze petroleum fields. He was called Calculus when he was just 15 years of age for his early math development. And after his 568-page book on infinitesimal calculus and his calculo-analog computer, bro, he is... He's won award um he's won a lot of awards and honors like the winner of the IEEE, IEEE Gordon Bell Prize for his use of a connection machine supercomputer to help analyze petroleum fuels, like way back in 1989 he was voted the 35th greatest african and the greatest african american scientist of all time by the New York African magazine he was also quoted in a speech by Bill Clinton as an example of what nigerians could achieve when given the opportunity and some of his you know quotes would be Briefly, to program it requires an absolute understanding of how all 65,536 processors are interconnected. Another quote of his would be, During the week that I arrived in the United States, I saw an airport, used a telephone, used a library, talked with a scientist, and was shown a computer for the first time in my life whoa so okay that's just it <laughs> and today we're actually celebrating philip emel gwali emel gwali he is 69 years emel gwali is 69 today yes and then we move you know a little bit further 32 years ago the internet was officially open to everyone in 1991 on this day mm-hmm. and uh, 24 years ago willie Stein and partners announced it will acquire avid for about $260 million in 1999 on this day. And then the Internet Service Blogger launched on this day in 1999. That's 24 years ago. And finally, Apple introduced a macOS X 10.2 code named Jaguar on this day in the year 2002. And that's about all. Yes, yeah, so the most interesting thing I saw this you know this week which is worth noting is in tanzania where power cuts are imminent because of a system error according to the east african nation state power firm tanesco now in a warning that they shared they said that an error in a gas-fired power plant has resulted in a loss of 268 megawatts to the transmission system and efforts to fix the problem are ongoing and they will notify customers every four hours as the power availability improves. That was what the statement from Tanesco said. Tanzania's power generation capacity stood at 1,500 megawatts from various sources in the year 2021 and 268, that's about 300 Man, we're talking uh, well that's a a huge percentage and many parts of tanzania will most likely experience power cuts because of the system error this loss will lead to lack of electricity at different times across the country but as they said it's going to be managed and every four hours they will keep updating everyone on the improvement that's been made and now straight off from tanzania we'll just go to zimbabwe where voting is underway in presidential and parliamentary elections and the opposition are looking at hoping to end the 43 year rule of the main zanu pf party yes the one that has been there since the years of mugabe robert mugabe well Polling stations opened and long lines have already been seen this morning. Yep. And it's already started to form in Mbare, a township in the outskirts of the capital, Harare. And some told, you know, the BBC that they were excited to exercise their rights but then we're looking at 6.5 million people who are expected to turn out this is something that i want to i'm actually monitoring to see the the amount of turnout what the turnout will look like because nigeria's election for example we're expecting a particular percentage we're expecting to literally hit the, the the roof those who came out to register were like really impressive but then finally the turnout wasn't as impressive as we thought it was going to be so let's see If this would, you know, maybe be the election between the old guard and the younger generation that's eager for change. Uh, It sounds like the kind of story that, you know, the Nigerian one, you know, had with it. Let's see if it actually, you know, is something that's going to hold water. Polling will close at 7 p.m. local time. And this just reminds me recently, a court recently ruled in Zimbabwe that the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission, the ZDC, is not obliged to allow some parties access to the updated biometric voters register. I think they would need to appeal this like afterwards, but the election is, election is already, you know, before us. So it will most likely be after the election saying, oh, now that you're done, let's look at it. The political parties had actually raised concerns over irregularities with the voters' register, but the ZEC argued argued that the claims were unfounded and were machination to discredit the work that it had done. Um, Zimbabweans, please do well to go out in your numbers. And exercise your right. It's your right to vote and choose who's going, who's going to, you know, lead the country for the next couple of years, right? It's really your right. And, of course, you you also have the, the right to do other things like holding them accountable when, you know, you actually vote them. In. So, it doesn't just stop here. Talking about voting on the continent, Zambia's continuous voter registration is beginning on the 5th of September. Yes. And... The exercise involves citizens who are 18 years and above and those who possess a green national registration card. The services that will be offered to you when you go for your continuous voter registration will be transfer of polling stations, replacement of lost or damaged voters cards, change of biographical information. I think I, <laughs> I idea. yeah, the date when the registration will end hasn't been mentioned yet, but updates on an enrollment process for the new national ID cards in Zambia were given to the country's parliament early last year and this also has some form of biometric identification attached to it so it's a good thing Um, it's just the management of the data and ensuring that the data is properly and ethically managed that's just something that also needs to um you know be brought to the fore this is zambia ghana nigeria zimbabwe kenya south africa biometric registration things that have to do with the election and of course yes south africa's election too is coming up yes ah the politics <laughs> yes okay so in ghana same thing the electoral commission the ec has announced a three-week Nationwide biometric voter registration activity beginning in September in preparation for the district assembly elections later in 2003, as well as the general elections in 2024. Now, the EC chairperson, Jean Mensah, um, said that this drive will begin on September 12 and end on the 2nd of October in all the 268 districts of the country. Mm hmm. And the same thing, the same rules apply, the same rules applies 18 years of age, you know, since the last voter registration cycle in 2020, citizens who had registered in the past but then lost their voters' cards and, you know, stuff like that. Um. So, however, uh, Mensah said that they're not turning back on their plan of doing away with the guarantor voter registration system they will be doing away with it and um, she said that the Ghana card is the best way that the electoral commission will ensure transparency and credibility in the voter registration process although you know some people some parties right have criticized the EC for limiting the biometric voter registration to district offices, saying that it would disenfranchise many Ghanaians. They want the exercise to be taken right down to the electoral areas. And I totally agree. Now, this, uh, it really wasn't an issue. Although some people brought it up, that's the guarantor voter registration system that has been in place for 30 years because there was no Ghana card. But now that there's a Ghana card, something you can rely on, it's a way to go right it's for now the sure way you know to ensure the integrity of the register and ensure that you know it's cleaned up pretty fine and then we can move from here and advance from hence but then please the ec if possible please take this from the district offices down to the electoral area so we we don't disenfranchise you know Ghanaians, you know who want to actually exercise You know their rights to register and to vote and elect their own leaders. I totally agree with those parties that say this should be taken down to the electoral um, electoral areas. And please, I hope that the EC's um, the chairperson of the EC, Jean Mensah, I hope she listens and hears. And within the period of September twelfth to October second, you know, it's actually there's provision for this, and if possible, even a little bit of extension. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yes. More stories from the continent of Africa. We're starting with Flutterwave's co-founder and CEO Olubinga Agola pushing on, persevering, reiterating that Flutterwave still plans to go ahead with its initial public offering, IPO. So I talked about in you know very simple terms what an IPO is earlier on in this you know episode. And this is against all the odds. He says, according to him, that Flutterwave needs to meet global client standards and compliance. In his words, there's some kind of customers will attract when we're public. The large global clients who need you to have the same level of compliance and level of global view that they have. End of quote. And that is Ulubenga agbola co-founder and CEO of Flutterwave on the planned initial public offering IPO of Flutterwave. So we currently have about a, about 572 African companies who have IPO'd and Flutterwave will, if they join them before, you know, any other person joins, it'll be 573 um, based on the list last time I checked. And we hope that this works. Flutterwave is one big you know, uh, a confirmation of beautiful things happening on the continent, especially powered by technology. And we're really good if, you know, they finally join the large global... Big companies that have IPO'd and that are public. Something else that's really interesting is Money Point. Yes, yeah, a lot of people know Money MoneyPoint Money Point has been granted approval to acquire Copo Copo Incorporation. Copo Copper Incorporation is a Kenyan fintech that is known for its provision of digital financial services, especially unsecured short-term loans that he gives to small and medium-sized enterprises, SMEs. And then, still in Kenya, the authorities in Kenya have formed a 15-member parliamentary committee to investigate the controversial WorldCoin project that scans the eyes of users, Iris, for cash in exchange for cash. In exchange for cash. WorldCoin is now being investigated in about five countries. Well, well, well action film (laughs) President Bola Ahmed Tunubu of Nigeria has appointed Bisoye Koka Odushote as acting director general of the Nigeria National Identity Management Commission all those within the ID system yes this is news for you He said that the current Director-General, Aliw Abubakar Aziz, will start a 90-day pre-retirement leave and eventual retirement from service on 24th of November, 2023. You know, hence, you know, this happens. And finally, the Independent Communications Authority of South Africa, the ICASA, the country's telecommunication regulator, that's, you know, the ICASA, has ordered... You know, the ITLEC to seize the importation of Starlink kits. Well, well, well. So those who use Starlink in South Africa may be... Mm. rude shock. Yes, there may be in for a road shock as the Independent Communications Authority of South Africa the ICASA the country's telecoms regulator has ordered IT like so IT like you know found a walkaround for its customers to use uh, SpaceX Starlink right but then the ICASA that's the telecoms regulator in the country has told the Northern K based internet service provider to discontinue any active Starlink internet services to users in South Africa. Yes, and you know, also seize the importation of Starlink kits because SpaceX, the makers of Starlink, are yet to secure an operational license. So, I don't understand all these. We found a workaround for our customers. Okay. Well, the ISP has been want to abandon this workaround in a very very strongly worded demand not a demand like a an order by the telecoms operator what do you think about this story actually i don't have any comments to make whatsoever um a lot of people aren't fans of elon musk but come on i don't know well they would offer uh, you know other services to the customers but this this is a it's a lot of work trust me it's last last on the customers you know because they're paying for you know something else uh, something else that was expected but then with this whole thing now with the walk around thing this one now and moving on swiftly google has announced startup accelerator ai base yeah the ai first program you can now apply to join the google for startups accelerator ai first program all African startups, it's open to you up to series A and you'd have access to Google's AI expertise, cloud platform, resources and networking opportunities according to head of startup ecosystem sub-Saharan Africa for Larry Ayegbusi uh, applications for the 10 week equity free accelerator are now open and Google is inviting startups up to series A stage based in Africa or building Africa centric solutions with AI and machine learning All startups are expected to apply if interested on the website between now and September 6th. Since the inception of this accelerator program in 2018, the goal for startups accelerator has supported 106 startups and 17 African countries from 17 African countries. And these startups collectively have raised over $263 million in funding and created over 2,800 direct job opportunities in the region. So as I said, these startups will be getting mentorship. That's to receive guidance on both technical and business aspects from Google's AI experts and experienced entrepreneurs. They'll have networking opportunities to connect with fellow African startups and potential investors. Google's AI expertise, that is Google is saying, use these products, AI products for free. And then let us know, including, you know, their years of research, guidance on AI projects, you know, because these startups will be AI related. So, whoa, this is a big one for every project um, on the continent that is, you know, like AI focused. That's like the major theme, right? Artificial intelligence and machine learning and then technical resources also on the cloud platform of Google. Threads, yes. I don't know why this thing is being called Instagram Threads. Why is it not? I don't know. It, it doesn't sound like. Let it just be on its own. It's like saying Facebook's Instagram. No, Threads on its own have launched um, a widely anticipated web browser version. You know, it was really big when it launched um, some few months back in July, but then the numbers have kind of like hit a rock and they're beginning to nose dive but then threads is now available in a couple of days for a few for persons but now as i speak threads will be available on the browser web browser yes and what's his name meta ceo mac zuckerberg said in a thread post on tuesday morning that the web version of the app will be rolling out yes and this uh, people thought that this was going to be the killer of twitter but it's still really competing with Elon Musk's platform, Twitter, which is now called X. In the same vein, talking artificial intelligence, YouTube says it is increasing its working partnerships with the music industry. It has a deal with UMG, Universal Music um, Group, to use, like, think around, you know, AI and how it's going to be used on YouTube right it's recently said that it recorded over 1.7 billion views for videos related to artificial intelligence ai tools in 2023 so it's also just like you know google you know considering what it can do with ai it's joining the big boys meta google and the rest yeah that's youtube speaking there so Maybe we might see some changes happen, although it also points out that it would like to have a general approach, um, including an ethical approach to how, you know, AI is treated when it comes to um, music streaming on Google meta on tuesday releasing an ai model that's capable of translating and transcribing speech in dozens of languages like here is about 100 languages or so and this is a potential building block for tools enabling real-time communication across language divides there are already some tools who like which like some tools do this but then you know the the dozens of languages right? It's really, really crazy. It said in a blog post that its seamless M40 model could support translations between text and speech in nearly 100 languages, as well as full speech to speech translation for 35 languages, combining tech that was previously available only in separate models. Yes, I know you know you could do this, but bringing everything together into one, it's like, a you know, interconnected virtual worlds. And this is what Mark Zuckerberg is like betting the future of Meta on. Yes, Meta is making the model available to the public for non-commercial use, according to the blog post. Yep. And this is one of the many, mostly free AI models this year that have already been you know, put out. Yep, including um, ChildGPT, which was like last year, and a couple of others also that have been put out. And then Microsoft, on 22nd of August, announced the public... Preview of Python in Excel. Yes, you heard me right. This will allow advanced spreadsheet users to combine scripts in the popular Python language and their usual Excel formulas in the same workbook. So, you know how you want to do something on, you know, on Python. What you do, you just code it, right? And anyone who uses like it just gives the person the answers and then we, if you use formulas formulas is just like you know the, the the thing being coded and whatever you put in whatever formulas you put in you select cells and put a formula and then whatever information you put in there it gives you the answer so just imagine that you can you know do like your code on python get the like the details there and then have it also in formulas you'll be able to find that when you click on formula so it's not available right now but i'm just giving an idea of what it's going to look like when it's available microsoft partnered with data science platform anaconda to bring this feature to life and it's not exactly the first time you know it's actually happening right? It's not the first time it's happening. There have been, you know, libraries that allowed Python users to work with Excel files as well as paid Excel add-ons like um, P-Y-X-L, like PyXL that, you know, brings Python's functionality to Microsoft's um, spreadsheets too. Um, But then this time it's partnering with, you know, Anaconda and, you know, it's like the most popular Python libraries, bringing them to Excel. Yes, including the likes of Matplotlib, and seaborn for data visualization for you to be able to try this out you would have to join the microsoft 365 insider program and opt for the beta channel to get the latest excel builds and then from there it's just a question of selecting insert python in the formulas ribbon to get started and you can code your way like you can code your you know your spreadsheet away from that moment on so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for you know, listening and sticking through i stream live on www.africatechradio.com weekdays 9 a.m to midday every weekday monday to friday you can join me live Also, yes, follow us on social media at Africa Tech Radio on Twitter, on Facebook and on LinkedIn and at A-Tech Radio on Instagram. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. Yes, yes, yes. And let us know what you think about the stories we shared and your thoughts about them too. And what maybe stories we couldn't really cover in this episode. Let us know if they're really stories that are important to the continent of Africa and maybe you know, making an impact on the continent of Africa. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Everywhere you listen to this podcast, please like, share, and follow. Yes, yes, subscribe, follow, you know, whatever it is, wherever you're listening to this podcast from. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.